welcome to the Into You Wellness Podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, and it's time for us to remember, reconnect with, and reclaim our natural state of being. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode, and it is time to, yes, have the toilet talk. Let's break some silence. I'm breaking the silence on women's digestion. So now while women generally have an easier time talking about our health than those male counterparts, the one area in which we seem to still lag behind is about being open about our digestive issues. Now, let's face it, a guy may just let one rip and then laugh it off, where many of us gals maybe don't find it as uh, funny or are just mortified by the you know, that little toot that might escape. All right, so let's open up this can. Now, it's still considered kind of taboo to talk about our bowel function, but we need to talk about it. Many women have chronic digestive issues that come with us to work and really impair our productivity. And this also reduces our overall quality of life. When we look at digestive issues, this can really be associated with greater physiological distress. So some of the signs and symptoms of digestive dysfunction can be nausea, vomiting, trouble swallowing, heartburn, acid reflux, burping, bloating, abdominal pain, gas, constipation, diarrhea, greasy stools, skinny stools, and of course, undigested food, mucus, or even blood in the stools. Now, when we look at digestive disease within women, we actually fare better than men do when it comes to many of the diseases of the gastrointestinal tract. First of all, women are less likely than men to develop gastrointestinal reflux disease, pectic ulcers, colitis, and even gastric cancer. This is where the science come in, is that research shows that estrogen may have a protective role in the development of these particular conditions. Now, where women draw the short end of the stick here is with a higher prevalence of IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, celiac disease, and even colon cancer. Women with IBS tend to experience more bloating, nausea, constipation, depression, and even anxiety than the men do with the IBS. Now, some evidence suggests that IBS pain may improve after menopause. It's interesting that the hormones in our body actually can have this bearing on digestion, such as estrogen and progesterone within the gastrointestinal tract. So these productive hormones really have this bearing on our digestive system. Now, I want to take a moment and look at some lesser known causes of, of digestive de-stress in women. Number one is destructive eating, not taking the time to really make eating this sacred act. All right, number two is low stomach acid. Number three is food intolerance, allergies, and sensitivities. And within our diet today, if we're not eating a large variety of food, this is where a lot of those sensitivities can actually come from. 
So the main thing here is just making sure that we're not eating the same foods day in and day out. Really add some variety to your diet. Where are we at? Number four, a functional gallbladder disorder can be something here as well. Also small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or SIBO. This is something that can also show up to cause distress within the digestive system for women. Now I did speak a little bit about the hormones. So let's look at our digestion for women when we factor in how frequent our hormone levels change throughout our lives, and even throughout the month, we can see how women may experience frequent disruptions to our digestive function. And we may have all experienced this when we are on our cycle, our bowel movements change, when we are ovulating, our bowel functions change, our poop changes, right? So, or how possibly constipated we may be. These things can change within those hormones. For instance, for pre-menopausal women, the, during the phase of the menstrual cycle, which begins on that first day of the menstrual flow, and it ends with the ovulation, this phase is marked by high levels of estrogen. Now, research suggests that the motility of the gastrointestinal organ is decreased among women during this time, which this could contribute to constipation. Now the luteal phase of the menstrual cycle, which begins with ovulation and ends with the onset of the menstrual flow. In this phase, the estrogen and progesterone levels are low. And it's common that we experience a looser stools during this phase. And then during menstruation, this is where diarrhea may most commonly come about and, and commonly be reported. When we look at pregnancy, this is supported by that higher progesterone. And this tends to slow down the gastrointestinal motility. And this may be contributed to those pregnancy-related constipation and reflux issues. Now, when we look at digestive issues, we have to also look at, we also have to look at how stress interplays with our digestive system as well. Now, stress has a bearing on IBS onset and flares. And many women with, without a digestive disorder can really attest to how stress can play and show up in the tummy issues and in the toilet. Now, one thing we can do is as I'd mentioned, really be mindful and make eating as a sacred act. This has been shown to actually reduce digestive disturbances. And this practice, this practice actually involves taking intentional pauses throughout the day and really enjoy your meals at the table. This is when we're not responding to work emails, not driving our kids to soccer, but really taking a moment to enjoy this act of eating. Taking those few deep breaths to allow your mind to step off this hamster wheel that we're always going on during the day, taking out those worries, getting rid of the to-do list, 
and just look at your food, take in the colors, smell it, and really taste your food. Doing this as something that is giving us this energy to move forward throughout our day. Remember, when you eat, you focus your attention on how the food tastes and chew it really well. We all know that a well-balanced diet rich in plant-based foods provides us with the fiber and can really help us as far as going to the bathroom and keeping us regular. Some types of fiber, including garlic, banana, chicory root, are also known as prebiotics. These are fuel for those probiotics, which are the good microbes, and these grow in the gut. Now, for most people, these fiber-rich foods like oats, asparagus, legumes, and probiotic-rich foods such as sauerkraut, plain yogurt, are really, and these are really helpful for having that happy tummy and also for that happy toilet time. However, with these foods, sometimes we can aggravate the digestive system and distress ourselves. And this is when it can be helpful to consider that intestinal bacteria overgrowth and the intolerance to possibly specific carbohydrates in some of the foods and those food sensitivities, which can be underlying contributors to our system. I do wanna mention that you should always consult a health practitioner, whether it's a natural health practitioner or your doctor, because these resources can be really helpful in designing a food and supplement plan that is really gonna address the root problem and help to support your digestive health within. And this is all about increasing that agni or that digestive fire. Our digestion is this fire that basically moves and cooks the food and moves it through to the tissues in our body and where we need it. All right, to finish off today's episode, I wanna look at a couple of those natural digestive helpers. So we're gonna look at herbs and supplements. So first of all, probiotics. And how do these help our digestion? So probiotics can help by reducing abdominal pain, bloating and gas within IBS, and also improve the heartburn and reflux. Number two is fiber. Now, how this helps with our digestion is the intake of fiber actually promotes regular bowel movements and is associated with a lower incident of IBD. Within that fiber, we have psyllium. Now, psyllium has also been shown to improve both constipation and diarrhea. And the way this works is, is that it is this fiber that's like a broom and, and sweeps out our system. Turmeric. Now, turmeric may be helpful with the management of IBD or GERD. Peppermint. Now, peppermint oil is safe and effective in IBS. It, it helps for pain and other global symptoms. Garlic. Now, when we use garlic in moderate consumption, this may enhance and be a defender and help with ulcer development. Ginger. We all know how well ginger works for our digestion. It helps to relieve nausea in pregnancy. It is also an anti-inflammatory and has those components that may be helpful in that diarrhea type. And finally, licorice root. So licorice root, the extract 
can be helpful in the management of infection and may help in this combination in in combination preparations and to help reduce the symptoms of GERD. All right, so we've done the talk about the digestive system and how our bowel movements can really help us to find out where we are with our digestive system. And there's many different schools of thought. And with an Ayurvedic wisdom, the main thing that we want to remind ourselves, especially when it comes to this, is that there are many different factors that might be at play here. And one of this could be ALMA or those toxins. And this can also play that role within this as well. Main school of thought is that we should be going daily. If we're not doing that, then it's probably time for you to do a little bit more research and start investigating. Do be your own little investigator of why that is. Always check with your healthcare provider and take those steps to help your digestion and the time that you're on the toilet. All right, so there we go. Always the topic that we want to talk about, right? I do believe this is something more that we should talk about because it is part of our digestion. Digestion isn't just how we digest our food, but how we eliminate it as well. And I do want to say that if you are looking for more guidance and help through this, as an Ayurvedic health counselor, I am happy to help you with your digestion and how this can really affect the overall whole body vitality and how this can be improved on. So I will leave the website that you can reach out if you are interested in learning more, you can reach out. Maybe we can get on a clarity call and just find out how I can be of service for you. All right, folks, with that, have an amazingly awesome day and always remember to go out there and be your fabulous self. Thanks for joining me. Have a great day.